Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm Marnie. We're two broke teachers who love to travel. Our years of experience traveling on a budget have given us insight into the best and most affordable ways to see the world. Now, we want to share our adventures and knowledge with you. Follow along as we share tips, tricks, and hacks to help you travel the world without breaking the bank. This is Broke Teacher Travel Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Broke Teacher's Travel Podcast, Episode 7. I'm Marnie. And I'm Jeff. And today we're going to be talking about traveling with teens. That's right, teenagers. And it's something that uh, I very much enjoyed. When our children reached that age, there was uh, a lot of trials and some tribulations, too, we had to go through. But it was a great time, and some of the greatest memories of my life were traveling with them. Absolutely. It was so much fun. We learned so much about each other, I think, as people when we traveled as with them as teens. So good. Now, one of the things that, just like any trip, you know, I love to be spontaneous. Marnie loves to be spontaneous. There's a lot of cool things of doing that, but there's got to be an outline of a plan, okay? Um, so before you hit the road um, or board the plane, talk to your kids, your teenagers, about interests that they have. Yeah, that is so important because... It gets lost sometimes, I think. Everybody thinks of like a family vacation. But if you're traveling with teens, you've got to remember they're becoming adults and they need to have their interests taken into account as well. And one of the things that I've just kind of came to mind as we were talking about this, um, before you plan this, maybe you as a family want to sit down and watch National Lampoon's vacation series because some of those things that the kids get into and the parents get into, well, you know, it's based on reality. Yeah. Some of those things yeah. do happen, okay? Um, okay? Definitely. Remember, though, one of the biggest things that you can think about when you're traveling with teens, pack your patience. We've said this before about kids. It's important. Pack your patience. Make sure you remember that teens can sometimes be emotional. That's that's what we'll use. Emotional. <laughs> they want to be considered adults. They are striving to be mature. They want that independence and freedom. And this is a great opportunity to help them experience some of that, I think. And what we need to do is we need to kind of jog our memories and remember about us being a teen. And it wasn't always easy. Oh, so, no, so it's not. Sometimes it's very, very hard to be a teenager. And also remember that, you know, we still have the same thoughts and feelings. Um, you know, they still have the same thoughts and feelings that we had when we were teens, but times have changed and the world we grew up in is not quite the same world that they're growing up in. And we kind of need to take a, a note of some of that. I, I definitely agree with that. Things have changed a lot. Some of the basics stay the same, the same things they go through, but there are a lot of things that they are experiencing now that we have no idea how we would have coped with some of these things. You know, I see as a, and you see, I'm sure as a teacher as well, that so many times that, that there are situations, there were some today in, in, in my line of work that, man, I never had to deal with that. And so now we have to, but you know, they grew up at, they're growing up at a different time than ours. So, you know, just remember that, have some empathy for them. Yes. <laughs> um, one of the things that I think is important to remember when you're planning your vacation with your teens is to make an agreement ahead of time about cell phone use and earbud use. I know this sounds weird. They're tied to their friends. 
that is their form of communication with their friends. Where we would call somebody or go hang out, they're doing everything online now. And that is an important tie to them, an important bond. And it's very important to establish how much time that they have to spend with you. that they don't need to be online or don't need to be listening to their music. Give them some freedom on that, but set some guidelines, but do it together. And that's one of the things like we were, like I was mentioning earlier, when we think about our lives as, as uh, young people, you know, we could go three or four or five days without talking to our friends. We didn't have to have that. Well, kids today, they, you know, the worst punishments you could give a teenager um is to take away their their cell phone oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to you want to cause a behavior change and maybe them to temporarily hate you take away <laughs> that phone but you know when when you're traveling you know make sure that they're if it's something that they're really into make sure that they still have contact with their friends or their you know what is it facebook uh face instagram instagram yeah twitter all of that snapchat stuff. Yeah, yeah all of them yeah, so, all the social media so snapbook and face chat oh, snap. I, I'm, okay <laughs> i'm just kidding um but yeah so so make sure you set those rules ahead of time and you know for mom and dad you may kind of want to set those rules for yourself too mm-hmm. because because i know sometimes you know i i do love my my you know books that i online i do love those kind of things but don't let that take away from the vacation but put it there in a small doses. Yeah. And I mean, their cell phones are important tools too. They can use those to take pictures, to look up things they're looking at, you know, that they're in front of. That can be valuable information for them as well. So don't take it out completely by any means. They need that. But do talk about limiting it maybe just a little bit. And one thing, um, we'll talk about this a little bit later, I think, but um, when we're talking about cell phones, wherever you're going, you could have them go ahead and download a map of where they're at mm-hmm. and, um, you know, save it. So if they do lose service or something, they still have that map. Yeah. Um, didn't you say something about chargers oh, too yeah. earlier, I, I think? I, I, absolutely. That's one of the big things that um, bring extra chargers. You know, I bring extra chargers where I go. And when I say extra chargers, you know, I usually take a couple enough to keep my phone going for 48 hours and that may sound crazy at first but again when you're out taking pictures where you're um, having videos when you have things like that you want to have access to those chargers and understand that you know for some some people on some journeys it's a once in a lifetime experience and even though the the destination may not be a once in a lifetime experience as a family the memories are the, the memories are and if we could just temporarily capture those and you know, on, online, let's let's make sure we do that. Um, you know, I've there's been several places I've been, and my phone went dead, and I'm like, and and it just it broke my heart that I missed those. Mm-hmm. And for kids, you know, it's the same thing. They yeah. miss they miss those shots. So make sure that you have plenty of extra uh, phone chargers, batteries, whatever you call them. Um, that they plug and, in. You know, my favorite kind personally. It's not a specific brand, but the kind that can plug into the wall and be a portable charger. Those are lifesavers because you can plug it in the wall overnight, charge your phone, and just take the whole package the next day, and you have a portable charger as well. And make sure, uh, and we'll mention this um, in in additional podcasts, but if you're going out of the country, make sure you have the adapter, okay? Because um, when you board a plane and you get to the Atlanta or New York airport and you realize you didn't bring that adapter and you pay $60 for something you could have got. At, <laughs> not, not that anyone not, in not this that family anybody, has done that before. <laughs> okay. But you know, the, the same, uh, 
stuff you could get at Ross for 10 bucks, you end up paying $60 for the exact same product. So yeah. um, keep that in mind as well. Okay. And something else um, to think about with teens is freedom within safe boundaries. Let them have some freedom. They need to learn to explore the world and be a part of it and meet people and know how to be an adult in this world. So give them a little bit of freedom, but within some set boundaries, let them go to the gelato store. Let them go look at the Trevi Fountain while you're in a shop just down the road. Let them, you know, wonder the grounds of the hotel that you're staying at as long as you know that it's safe. And there's Things a, like that. And, and obviously there's going to be a difference with a 13-year-old and a 17-year-old. Oh, absolutely. And so, absolutely. And so just keep that in mind as part of the planning. Um, I know that we talked in our last podcast about with um, with seniors, but it's one of those things that I would recommend with any kids of any ages and teenagers, you know, they probably won't like this, but one of the little tracker things that you talked about, just in case they do get lost and they're like, and they, they panic, you mm-hmm. know how to do that. You know how to get there. Because teenagers will still panic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Adults will panic. Okay? Oh, yeah. Hey, absolutely. I have. I mean, I have been in a situation where I'm like, wait a minute. I know where I'm at, but I've got to figure this out. And it, you just have to take that breath. But sometimes when you're a teen, you're not there yet. You're not ready to take that breath and figure it out. So give them a little insurance that way by having that tracker. And and again, the same thing. Uh, make sure that you have them take a picture of the address of the hotel. Make sure you have a hard copy of that on a note card that they could stick in their wallet or in their purse um, just in case they get separated. It's, you know, when you go to some of these big cities, you know, there's, you know, millions of people there and, you know, you see somebody with your hat, a hat on that's similar, and then you think Mm -hmm. it's your kid and it's not. And, you know, again, that hasn't happened to me personally yet. I hope it never does, but um, those are things. And so one of the things you want kids to feel comfortable with is knowing where they're at. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the, one of the cool things, and and I was very apprehensive about this um, on one of our first tours where they gave the kids a map and they showed them how to use it and they showed them the app to download and then they said, all right, we'll meet you back here in two hours. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, let's, let's not, you know, we we panicked, (laughs) but understand that kids know how to use the apps. They know how to use those things. And so, you know, again, like Marnie said, within uh, safe boundaries, you know, mm-hmm. when, you, when you're at Disney, um, you know, there's, you know, I, I still to this day um, with, with my son and daughter, if we're somewhere, I constantly look behind me to make sure they're yeah. still with and me. By the way, they're grown and married oh, now. Yeah. Yeah. We still do it. You know, but, but it's one of those things. But, um, you know, teach them how to use public transportation, mm-hmm. especially, you know, most large cities in the U.S. have some sort of public transportation and almost all the countries in Europe and Asia have some sort of public transportation. Yeah, and show them how to use the walking directions on their phone as well, on their maps, on their phone, because sometimes I think people forget that that's there. Everybody uses it for driving directions and they forget that you can use the walking directions on there. So if you're in a big city, that can be really helpful. Um, One of the things that I would like to hit on, too, is put aside some extra money for snacks and just spending money for souvenirs or help them set some aside because teenagers like things. They like things that aren't always cheap and that add up to a lot of money, like 
coffees, fancy coffees every day or Legos. Legos, maybe, you know, like a souvenir shirt or something like that. Give them that opportunity to build a memory of their own for the trip. I just, I think that's important to them because it gives them a little bit of investment in the vacation. Like they're, they feel a part of it then. And one thing that, um, you know, with teenagers, we're on the go, you know, they're, they're on the go, they're on the go. And sometimes, uh, you know, I always make fun of, of Marnie and my daughter. Um, whenever there's certain things they want to see, they've got a new gear and they can move. And, and me and my son are like, what the heck? And then you sit, drop me off at a battlefield and everybody's like, I'm like, come on, come on. So um, so you're going to be tired. And one of the most important things you need to remember is to do what? Rest. Rest. A okay. lot. Yeah. Sleep. Sleep is so important to teenagers. It is more important, honestly, than for small children. Teenagers need a lot of sleep. So schedule your day a little later. And that's helpful. Don't, you know, don't get them up as soon as the sun's up. Let them sleep in a little bit. Let them have that little bit of extra time before they get rolling for the day. Trust me, everyone will be happier. You know, and, and there's nothing wrong with parents. You know, we, we don't mind sleeping in a little bit later, no. too. But you know, when you have a disgruntled teen who wants to sleep, you know, that's, uh, that, that could, that could be something, uh, everybody's going to be miserable. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that could be what, what do we call them? Education barriers. It would yes. Be, yes. It would it's a, a barrier. barrier. <laughs> and, um, but yet, you know, um, whenever we travel overseas, remember build in for that jet lag, um, yes. that those kids, it's, it's different. And so many, if you, if you take a tour, understand most of those cases you hit the you hit it running okay mm-hmm. and, and so people can say sleep on the plane sleeping on the plane is not like sleeping some people can yeah you know it's not I'm like not one yeah and so you know i i'm groggy groggy sometimes whenever i do that and i could sleep for three or four hours on a plane um i know that for my my kids whenever we did our first uh, transatlantic flight they they had a problem with the jet yeah, lag and they and, didn't sleep and, and and you know in that whole first day and even with marnie you know as we're, we're talking about it now, it's like, man, I barely remember doing this and I barely mm-hmm. remember doing that. So, you know, just like with any vacation, maybe try to build in a day to just kind of acclimate an acclimation day. Yeah, I think that's so important for everybody. Now, the last thing that we're going to talk about today is something that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, there's a lot of cool things out there and a lot of us have a lot of variety of interest. Don't force your teenagers to enjoy the vacation of your dreams okay because the things that you dream about and your kids dream about are probably totally different yeah they are i mean not only are they teenagers they're different people they are not you they may share some interests with you but overall they're gonna find other things that interest them and i think that's yeah you hit a really important one there i think that you need to remember that what you like is not necessarily what they're going to like. So don't force them to try to enjoy the things that you want to see. Just like you were talking about earlier with the battlefields. Right. Not my thing. I mean, I will go with you and I I will look at everything, (laughs) but not really my thing well you know and and it's it's so funny because you know it's a give and take and even with your kids you know 
my, my daughter, you know, our, our great trade-off is one of my favorite ones to New York City was she gets a custom pair of Converse from some... The uh, Converse store, in, yeah. In, ...in New York City, and I get to go to, you know, a couple cemeteries, which she told me I have a very unhealthy obsession with dead people, which... She brings it up sometimes. She brings it up sometimes. <laughs> but just remember that, um, you know, and one of the things, just be respectful for anybody you're traveling with, your kids yeah. especially, because, you know, like I said... Your dream vacation may not be theirs. You know, um, I know that when I went to the um, military museum in, in Paris, I could stay there for four or five days. I could go every day for a month. And yet I sit there and I'm like, well, how selfish am I being if my kids are like, yeah, this is cool. But then they're sitting there for four or five hours, you know, so sometimes, you know, I, I travel by myself mm -hmm. because that way I get to do what I want to do. But if we're traveling as families, which are those the, the most sincere and greatest memories to me, you know, everybody, you know, again, another education word, all stakeholders, you know, have a say in it. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, another thing you need to remember is some to build in some downtime to your trip. Not just the day at the end, but during the day. Build in a little bit of downtime so that your kids have time to kind of chill. Let them just, maybe you go downstairs to the lobby, get something to drink, get a snack or something like that, and give them a little time in the room to maybe call their friends or text their friends or just put their headphones on and chill a little bit. I think they need that. They need that little bit of privacy and that little bit of downtime. You know, a couple of other things. And I, first of all, I want to thank you guys that have uh, commented or sent us suggestions or, yes. hey, this works for us and it doesn't. Um, you know, one, two suggestions we had today was what was it that our niece uh, told us? Oh, let the teenager who is old enough drive if you're doing a road trip. Give them that experience. That's, I mean, that's awesome. I love that tip. Now we're not talking about downtown Atlanta or somewhere, you no. know. But you know, if, if it's if it's safe and they've driven some, you know, may, maybe let them take you know thirty minutes or an hour and you know just chill out about the time. Let them go as slow as they want. Yeah, to. a couple okay. hours on the interstate if they want to try that. Let them go. That's it's great experience for them, especially driving in other places. That's really important. And and one of the other ones that is kind of a again, a different generational kind of thing is for, at least for boys, and I'm, I'm not sure with girls, um, but the, their video games, their consoles, yes. you know. Um, girls play them too. Okay, yeah. We used to play some Mortal Kombat yeah. and uh, Street Fighter. Okay, <laughs> uh -huh. I, I remember that. Mm -hmm. But that was Street Fighter 1. Spinning so. sidekick is all I have oh, to say. <laughs> oh, that, that, that hurt, literally. Okay, um, but, you know, let them take, if it's a, definitely a road trip and you're going to be spending time in a hotel, um, you know, maybe take it, limit it, but say, hey, if you want to take this, um, you know, you could take and, you know, play it an hour a day. And again, you know, like Marnie said earlier in, in reemphasizing the cell phone, kind of have that already uh, arranged because I could tell you still at my age with my kids, even though they're grown, I would love to play a, a game of I Spy. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. So, so those are some of those things. And that, I mean, the one my daughter keeps bringing up too, that is a fantastic idea, especially with teenagers, let them take pictures and meme them. It is so ooh. much fun. It is a blast. She sends things to me all the time, pictures that we've taken of our family through the years with memes 
even though they're old pictures and and offensive it, sometimes. It's <laughs> the ones she takes when you're not expecting it. Those those are the worst, but they're hilarious. They are so much fun, and everybody can get in on it. It makes it a family event, and it like I said, it's just fun. And uh, you know, use that technology sometimes to bring yourselves together yeah. rather than than to to total, totally isolate ourselves. And mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing as a you know almost nearly a thirty year teacher that. You know, I'm 100% against this, this, and this, but when I see what kids can do with their cellular devices or with the, uh, you know, the the internet, it it really amazes me what they can do. And so maybe, you know, hey, who has the best meme, the meme of the day um, and things of that nature. Or make a movie. Well, that would be good. Or yeah, because there, I mean, there are apps and you can make movies in them and it is fantastic. Let them make a movie of the whole vacation and put it together it's it's pretty cool and you know i see a lot of the kids you know before school and after school making those tiktok videos Uh and again it's not something that's in my my um wheelhouse but they seem to enjoy it so you know maybe you know mom or dad get involved in one of their videos because Mm -hmm. i could promise you 20 years from now it will be the funniest thing with the warmest you know heart that, that you can see yes definitely and one of the last things that I want to talk about is allow them to bring a friend. That can be a game changer for getting them involved in a vacation. We've done it. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. We've done that several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we used to work at Disney, um, we would often get uh, my son um, friends and they would they would come down with us. And, and some of the best memories is to see the three or four of those guys come out. One of the greatest birthday parties ever was they came down and, um, you know, which kind of surprised him. And that was a really cool thing. Um, one other thing that someone had mentioned was, um, can you explain the, those units that you were talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you stay in like a timeshare resort type situation, a great way to give your team some independence is if you get one of the lockout um I guess suites is what you would call it, where you have the main portion that has like two bedrooms and a kitchen. And then the other portion is separate, but within the same apartment, I guess you would say. And it is like a studio apartment of its own, but it all opens. It has one door and it opens into like an entryway. And then there are two doors that separate the two units. So you're all together. It's like being in a house that has an extra bedroom, sort yeah, of. It's like a mother-in-law suite. Uh, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. That's and, a and, good idea. That's a good way of putting it. And and we've actually, um, with, with our, our son when he was a teenager... You know, that was one of the the harder things. I think the transition is the younger kids, it's one thing. But once they start hitting that 15, 16, 17 year old Mm -hmm. mark, you know, to say, hey, well, you and your friends are going to have your own little suite over here. You know, don't burn the place down. But (laughs) it usually has like a microwave and just like a sink, you know, or or those uh, pizza rolls. One time. Okay. People don't Uh, let me lift stuff down. Never. We'll make a meme (laughs) of that one day, too. All right. Um, didn't you have one other thing to, to mention? Yes, I did, actually. A good way that you can save money on a trip with your family, with your teens, is to look into staying in a family suite. A lot of hotels offer these now. I know that Disney has them, especially at a lot of the all-star resorts, which are value resorts anyway. Right. So if you look into those family suites, they're bigger they have a little more room and you could fit a few more people in there and that's a really great way to save money absolutely and remember we're always about saving the money oh yeah definitely (laughs) um i guess we're going to wrap it up for this episode what do you think we should talk about next week um 
I have no idea. I will pluck it from midair in just a minute. How about how about you? you well, a- I was kind of thinking about maybe some things you need to know before you board an airplane. Okay, so that's it. How about Set? 15 of them? All right, 15 things you need to know before you fly domestically or internationally. That's We'll have to come up with them, but, um, <laughs> but you know. Um, no, I, we have a ton of stuff. Thanks for this. And, and once again, guys, we do appreciate your input and, and things like that. Uh, there were some yes. great ideas from um, some people that we know. Hey, well, what about this? Or, hey, what about that? Um, and also... Um, hit us up with any questions you have. Yeah, uh, questions, ideas. You know, questions, Anything ideas. Anything you want to hear us talk about. You know, uh, certain destinations. We ha- certainly haven't been everywhere, but, you know, we've been to a lot of a places. Lot. Yes, absolutely. And remember, follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook and follow us. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel. And give us a, drop us a line. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your ideas. We want to hear where you've been, where you're going, any ideas you have that you want to hear us talk about and some of our experiences. Drop us a line. We want to hear from you. We want to talk to you guys and carry on these conversations. So follow us. Stay with us. And remember, break the monotony. Not the bank. Bye, guys. Have a great week.